Hey guys, and welcome to the Uncanny Universe podcast. As always, I'm Hyde. What's up, y'all? It's Ron. Ron, it wouldn't be a show without you. I'm so excited to do our the newest MCU review for Scarlet Witch versus the Evil Darkness. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking about this movie for quite a bit. I know. I can't believe it's finally out and we get to see it. I know the reaction has been kind of lukewarm, so I'm got, I'm excited to to get right to it. Hey, you hear that? What's, uh, what's this music? It, something must be wrong with my headphones. Uh, maybe maybe we got some uh, cross frequencies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on tonight's episode... Wait a minute. Dylan? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? We got some guests or something? What are, what are Ron and Hyde doing here? Must, must, must be something off. It, it, that is Ron and Hyde. What, what are you two doing here? Since when do y'all host the show? Yeah, y'all haven't. We asked y'all to come on the show a bunch of times, and y'all never wanted to come on. I mean, y'all could have told us. Okay, okay. I I don't really know what's going on here, but this is really bizarre. Uh, Dylan, what do we do about this? I know what to do. Okay, so um, I know how to prove that this is not our Ron and Hyde. It's a different one. You you know what I'm thinking, Michael? I I think so. Let's see if this works. Before we go any further. We have to remember our pickle of the week. Okay, yeah, that's not the real Ryan and Hyde because we always mess it yeah, up no way. every time. Absolutely not. All right. So, well, okay, look, let's just do the pickles. All right. Let's just all let, together. Let's, let's do yeah, it. We have to do the pickles. We sure. have, yeah, we have to. So we'll, we'll get those out of the way and we'll try to sort this all out in a minute. My pickle of the week. Oh, wait, are pickles different in the multiverse? I don't know. They sh- maybe they have other books. Well, I guess we'll find well, yeah, out. Uh, Bran- Bronson pickles is my my. <laughs> uh, that went right over my head. Uh, I am picking uh, Moon Knight. I'm picking Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood number one from show favorite Jonathan Fortnite Hickman and many others. Fortnite. Fortnite. I don't know if we can make yeah, that joke because we, we play Fortnite now. But um, it's a bunch of it's like a Moon Knight anthology uh, written by a bunch of different people. So uh, pick it up. See, it's weird because our Jonathan is Jonathan Fart Knight Hickman. (laughs) (laughs) And he writes exclusively for Keen's Spot. Am I next? I guess so. Who knows? Okay. Uh, My pickle is Captain America, Symbol of Truth, number one. It's the new Sam Wilson book with art by R.B. Silva, who I really liked. He did Powers of Ten, among many other books. Nice. My pickle of the week is uh, Jurassic League. Uh, it is dinosaurs meets the Justice League. I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> like, it's all in the name. Yeah, that book looked crazy flipping through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, and my pickle of the week is Carmen uh, hardcover. Uh, it's finally coming out hardcover. So go pick. Oh, that up. right, that's Carmen. The, um, yeah, Carmen pulp- is by uh, Gil- Gilliam March. He did yeah. uh, some Batman. Uh, Carry on, Gilliam. Yeah, that Carry one. On, uh, DM. 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 I see we're still continuing the. the yeah, of course. I mean, we can't Dylan, say anything, right? Dylan, it never the pronunciation stops. Pronunciation issues. Oh, <laughs> pronunciation. Pronunciation. Okay. Pronunciation, anyway, yeah. now that we've got our pickles out of the way, uh, let's throw it to the to the live sale commercial so we can uh, try to figure this whole thing out. Wait, y'all got commercials? Damn, I pay ad free. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, 
comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And I think we got the multiverse figured out. We got our correct Ron and Hyde back. We had to get our uh, Uncanny Universe Legends back on the podcast for the for the multiversal madness that is this new Doctor Strange film. Uh, so thank you guys for coming back. Well, thank you for having us. Of course. What's up? What's up? What's up? Good uh, to be back. I mean, I did see you on Thursday, so it was nice to see you. You know, true, true, true. But, uh, did nice you see you? Uh, yeah, I kind of saw him. But uh, anyway. <laughs> well, it was dark. It, wow. Um, anyway, so before we go further, Dylan has some extra events as our events because it's it's May and it wouldn't be it's May madness. without May madness, yeah, of the multiverse. We got through some of them last week, so this one's going to be shorter, I promise. So that's, that's what you think. Today, as of release, we have a signing for that Texas Blood with Chris Condon, the writer, is an image comics book, and he's going to be at the Galleria area store from 11 to 1. And then he's going to be at Alamo Draft House in Los Terra. He's coming in to um, moderate a movie that's showing there. He's going to be there from 6.30 to 7.30 and from 9 to 10. So you can come at any time. Come come pay me a visit. I'll be set up there. And we'll have plenty of that Texas Blood Volume 1 and 2. It's one of those uh, cheap 9.99 Volume 1s, you know? So Okay. Low commitment. Um, it, it's a, a good book. Show. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I'm, I need to read it before tomorrow. I mean, before <laughs> Wednesday. But You've I said that three won't. weeks in a row. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then we have a live show tonight. The cool thing about this one is if you missed free comic book day, we have bundles of the free comics and everyone who claimed something success, successfully claimed something will get it. It's got Judgment Day, uh, Super Pets, Marvel Voices, Avatar, and Dark Crisis. Nice. Yeah. And then this Friday, we have a signing at the Galleria area store with Terry Dodson, one of my favorite comic book artists. Um, known for Harley Quinn, Wonder Woman, Star Wars stuff, Avenger stuff, X-Men stuff, etc. And He'll he doesn't do a lot of signings either, so that's like super cool. He's never been to Texas before. Never done a Texas signing. Really? First one, yeah. An wow. underserved market. Yeah. So uh, It's kind of a big four, deal. Kind of, yeah. He'll be here from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Galleria area store Friday night, Friday afternoon tonight. You got to buy a copy of Adventure Man Volume 1, the hardcover. That's his creator-owned image title that's coming out right now. Um, but if you can't or don't want to buy that hardcover, you can come the next day on Saturday to Bedrock City Comic Con, our mini vendor fair convention thing at No Label Brewery in Katy. And he'll be there the whole time at 12 to 6. And Hyde will be there. Ron will be there. Will Ron I be sure there? will. I don't yeah. know. What's that? No, I'm coming. It's going to be hot. Listen, I'm telling y'all now, it's going to be hot. We're your, it's 92 we're degrees. Shorts, shorts. We're, the, we're, we're the bird dogs. It's an outdoor event. Uh, uh, Dylan, Dylan, Ron, and I will be doing the Hardy's Junior commercial from the like early 2000s. <laughs> God. Uh, I think uh, Matt will also be there. So you can meet right. any of the Uncanny Universe legends. Uh, Everyone except for Michael. me. Yeah, come, come drive an hour after that to come see me at Clearly. But Michael will be dreamwalking into Matt, so you can yes. meet Michael too, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'll give him. I'll give him some of my best dialogue to say. Okay. Um, but yeah, we got thirty vendors, uh, four food trucks, uh, live music, beer, the works. You know. Awesome. So come do some shopping. 
outdoor shopping and beer and food. What more could you want? Exactly. I can't wait. That's all I got. All right. Let's talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We finally saw it. The movie. Finally. Finally. It's uh, it. We saw it. Uh, thank you, everybody that came out to our screening. That was a lot of fun. Um, everybody was uh, very participatory. You know, that was nice. Everybody was like hooting and hollering. We got the, and we got the new seats. We did. We did. In the newly renovated theater. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What do you think what? of the seats? Before we talk about the movie, oh, seat, okay. review. seat review. I think they're medium. They're okay. They're mid. They're, um, they're better. Yeah, they're mid, yeah, they're sure. better than old Regal, but they recline like a like an airplane seat. Like a, yeah, a yeah, just like yeah, right. Yeah. My other pro- my other problem with the seat is that I think the seat itself is fine, but I really like at AMC how there's a like the the armrest is wider, so I I don't feel like I'm as close to the person next to me. True. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. felt like uh, we were still like crammed in there. It didn't feel like as luxury. I still wait for those VIP seats. Oh yeah, that's right. They're doing it like but- uh, Santicos or whatever or. Yeah, but you got to pay like an extra five bucks for those. Ooh. It's not, it's yeah, not going to be AMC or, deal. Or I got my A-list and I can just go see Nicole Kidman. Whatever. Movie Pass is coming back. <laughs> uh, they fired, they fired uh, the director of marketing, Chloe. We, y'all still talk about Movie Pass? Always. We talk about every, Nicole Kidman every episode. Ron, we talk about Movie Pass every week since you've been gone. All right. Because Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. We come here to be transported. <laughs> because All here right. it is. Okay, that's all the lines. I think that's 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 all I got. There's a whole thing. Anyway, so Doctor Strange. Um, hopefully, everyone saw it. Otherwise, uh, prepare to be fully spoiled. We will be holding nothing back. Uh, there, everything will be spoiled in this. So, if you have not seen the movie, or you care about spoilers, whatever, turn this off. Uh, go see the movie and then come back and resume. Yeah. All right. So. Or don't. Or don't. So uh, you know. Before hey, we get into this. Yes. Too, how many? Of you- I don't know. Dylan did. Did either one of you also have spoilers before going into this movie? Ooh. No. So last week, Dylan and I talked about it a little bit. Um, I know there were some spoilers out there. Um, I don't know if you can count Captain Carter as a spoiler because they did that. They showed it, it on trailer. TV. I mean, yeah, barely. the TV have, trailers, I don't really count. You have to like freeze frame to see the shield, but like she's on there. Um, yeah, I don't cut the TV. Spots. No, I don't think I got spoiled on anything, really. No. Neither did I. Hyde and I got some big spoilers. I also yeah, don't I, care. Well, yeah, we, we we had pretty much all the, the big reveals and things spoiled for us. Really? How? Like online? Yeah, stay, stay off the internet. Well, there were pictures of, of the Illuminati on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, the post credit scene was also leaked. Really? I that one I hadn't seen, though. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Okay. I suspected it from leaks, but I, didn't, uh, I hadn't seen it, so that was no. a genuine surprise for me. I did not get spoiled, thankfully, although I... I I I care less and less about spoilers for Marvel movies lately. I just yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I used to I used to care. I know I don't. Me. Yeah, whatever. I want to know. I'd rather anticipate a certain spoiler. That's more exciting to me than like I don't know. Be shocked, you know? Right. I mean, unless you can properly like if you could if we're talking about the Spider Man thing with the with the three Spideys, like if you, if there's any way that they could have kept that a secret, that would have been an amazing been cool. reveal, of course. For sure. Yeah, However, yeah. like you know, we don't live in that world anymore. We, d- we don't. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't think we need to cover how we hyped we were, other than we uh, Dylan and I, Ron. Were you super uh, mega hyped? As we remember, you were the you are the biggest Doctor Strange stand on the podcast. 
Yeah, pretty hyped, uh, especially coming off of Spider-Man uh, being a multiverse movie. I was I was curious to see what this movie would do with its multiverse. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hyde, what about you? Were you hyped? I was not. Uh, okay. I didn't like the first Doctor Strange movie. I don't like movie strange. Okay. Um, and I guess, well, let me rephrase that. I don't like solo movie strange. I liked them fine in Infinity War. I liked them a little bit better in No Way Home. Uh, but I just, I don't care for movie strange. You don't like him in his own picture? Yeah. Okay. What year did the first one come out? 2017 I just looked at it too 16 17 I just 17. watched it because I was looking I was looking to see if we if I had it on our uh on our spreadsheet our old spreadsheet of uh, power ranking scores and we don't um oh well so I don't know what we gave the old one but anyway so um we've all we've all uh got our varying degrees of hype for this movie um 2016 2016 wow I know we reviewed it because we were doing the show at that point but, oh yeah um, for sure we definitely talked about it yeah definitely um, anyway, so boy, there's a lot to talk about first. Uh, let's talk about the, the cast first. So the main cast, uh, you have Benedict Cumberbatch, you have, uh, Elizabeth Olsen are the main characters in this movie. Also, uh, who plays America Chavez? So Teal Gomez. Okay. Thank you. Um, Benedict Wong, Richard Benedict Adams, Chiwetel yes. for and then cameos. Yes. And then cameos. Um, I, I think the cast did well. I think America, uh, I'm sorry. How do you say her name? So chill. So chill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she did well. I don't know her from anything. Is this, uh, has she been in anything before? She's in the babysitters club, which is a Netflix adaptation of the graphic novel. Okay. With the books, the graphic books, novel? novels. Yeah. yeah kids novels. Which I've well, never seen. I'm not the, okay. I'm not the demographic, um, but I, I really liked her as well. I, I thought she was cool in this. Um, I, I don't have any problems with the performances. Uh, honestly, I think, uh, they were all, they were all good. I liked, uh, I liked Elizabeth Olsen a lot. Uh, she did a lot with what she had, which wasn't much. Um, she was, uh, really a standout for me in this movie. What about y'all? Do you have any standout performances? Uh, American Chavez was really good. Um, Dr. Strange. Yeah, I think he, he gave it his all too. Um, and Wanda, I think, and then him and Wong are always really good to see together as well, too. Yeah. So, yeah. They have good chemistry. They do. Benedict Wong is great. Anyway. He's so good. He's so yeah. good. Yeah. He's excellent in that role. And I, and I like that I like him as the Sorcerer Supreme. He's figuring out his role, too. I just watched the first Doctor Strange and he was kind of reserved, but he's okay. Yeah, he's good. I wasn't so, crazy about Wong in this one, though. I don't really? Know. He didn't have. I mean, I like him when he's like a little bit more like goofy. Like I liked him in Shang Chi the best, I think. Yeah, he was a little you know? more serious in this movie. I mean, but this is a, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was getting his his yeah. home was getting like attacked and stuff. It yeah, this, sense, but, in this yeah. one, he's definitely uh, more the like scolding uncle type to Strange. You know, it's like I mean, he was the like in the Source of Supreme. Also. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Like yeah, and I guess he didn't really have a character arc, did he? He kind of no. started the same place that he. Ended. Well, no one did, Michael. Well, yeah, that is true. I mean, so yes, let's talk about the story then. Um, so um, if you haven't guessed, I have some problems uh, with this movie, which is unfortunate because I was I was looking forward to it quite a bit. And uh, we'll get to our scorecards later. Um, but I, I think the story 
of this movie was the weakest part of the movie, which is a problem. Um, the basic plot of the movie is America Chavez shows up in the beginning with uh, Defenders Strange with his ponytail uh, fighting uh, Shumagorath crashes our Doctor Strange's wedding and then they have to multiverse hop to fix some problems. They have to find yeah. they have to find the dark hold and then they find out that they can't find get the, the dark hold. Yeah, book of, book of Ashanti. Yes. And then yeah. So it's it's a big quest. Um mm-hmm. and it wasn't particularly interesting the story. It seems like the whole movie to me was built around moments designed to make you go oh man that's cool or whoa look at that or lots of lots of cgi um and i'm and i'm not like a an old head deriding cgi in movies not at all but there was a lot of just cgi nonsense that i didn't need um i don't know man i yeah the movie was was showing off magic mm-hmm abilities and not really a story for the right. for the movie yeah which i mean you know take take what you want fair enough yeah i didn't i don't know man like i i i, I wasn't hooked at all by anything happening in the movie story wise plot characters um what what about you Dylan what what were you what was your experience like watching the movie um so i saw it twice i oh, saw it right. at a pre-screening on wednesday and then i saw it at the bedrock screening so you saw it back and to I back. Had, yep. Yeah, two days in a row. Same. And I had a pretty negative reaction the first time. Ron knows. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I don't think I like that <laughs> um, when I walked out. And then I liked it more the second time, I think, because I wasn't as, uh, I don't know, my expectations were lower and I wasn't, and I was prepared for how like hokey and um, like thin the plot would be. You know what I mean? Right. And how a lot of it would be. Yeah, exactly. That was my biggest takeaway watching it the first time. And uh, a lot of what like uh, stressed me out the first time was being so invested in Wanda, you know, being like, what are they going to do to her? You know, like I knew it was going to be some kind of Daenerys thing. So and, and was, it sure like, was. It, it was a bit of that. Yeah. Um, so I, I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Maybe it was watching with everyone at Bedrock, you know, a little bias. It was it was more fun the second time. Um and seeing everyone's reactions and I don't know, but um, I have a lot of the same complaints and uh, the CGI didn't really bother me. Oh, really? I like, I thought for the most part, the CGI was good. It was, it was a little iffy in a couple parts, like mainly the beginning with the yes, that... Gargantos or whatever his name is. Um, for sure. To Magorath. Yeah. Um, but like, that was just a small part, you know, in an otherwise animated film, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that didn't bother me. Um, and it's like, I don't want to say like a thin plot kills a movie for me because I like movies like that, like uh, like Ready or Not, you know, where it's like this bride is trying to stay alive and that's it, you know? Like I like especially horror movies that do that. But it was weird. It's weird going from something so character driven like WandaVision to then just something like maybe if what's considered a finale to that arc, you know, just like, Oh, it's just this now, you know? And I really wanted to see an arc for Dr. Strange because I feel like he's been missing that in the MCU because he didn't really change much in his movie. And then since then, he's just done really cool stuff and like come and gone, you know, I mean, he kind of changes his movie. He, uh, 
he was a better person at the end of his movie for sure how so i mean he didn't see himself as uh he didn't uh, he humbles himself more yeah he wasn't like because uh i think the ancient one was like you only you only did this for yourself to be a doctor he was only saving his life becoming a doctor like making his life better and all that stuff and at the end of the movie, he was like, cool, like this is I'm I'm now protecting more than just my life. I'm protecting this whole he sort of know. gets it. He gets yeah. the, the hero thing. I feel yeah. like they set up something with Christine Palmer to give him a story. And then the it didn't really movie? like in. Yeah, the first one carrying over into this one, the way their relationship oh, doesn't agree. really work. Oh, I definitely agree. Um. Like the way she mentioned that he always had to be the one holding the scalpel, she said, which mm-hmm. made it seem like he didn't want to, he was too controlling, maybe didn't want to relinquish any power in the relationship, you know? Right. And then he had the storyline with her, the variant uh, Christine. And I feel like that didn't pay off in any no, way. No, it didn't. Like I he mean, was just still like, I love you. I want, like, you know, I'll always love you. That's it. And he didn't. I wish there had been a moment where he would like trust someone else, you know, where, like, where he would like, where he would realize the the mistakes or his transgressions and learn from them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I he, think he didn't. I think the Marvel series fails Doctor Strange in in terms of like if I'm comparing it to to Iron Man, for example, like him and Pepper have this chemistry that's been going through a bunch of movies, not even like the Iron Man movies. And right. I feel like in the gap between this Doctor, the first Doctor Strange movie and the second one we just watched, there's no other interactions with him and uh, Christine. And Christine, it's been so, so you long. Don't, you don't even see like, and sure he was gone for five years at some point, blah blah. But even like, even Tony got like a little bit of like, you know, this this interaction with Pepper before he went off the space. So I feel like Marvel kind of. Shot themselves oh, you in get the, the same with thing that with, with Thor and Jane too. I mean, yeah, you'll have some things upcoming for that later, but you could. Kind yeah, of but we it. haven't seen how they play that off yet. They might make it make sense, you know. And I feel like, I feel like the where where they ended it off in Doctor Strange one and where they picked it up in Doctor Strange two, it doesn't really make sense to me as being the fan of Doctor Strange, you know, because it felt like I don't know. I feel like they were kind of rekindling what they had by the end of Doctor Strange one. And then just nothing happened because yeah. it's been some odd years later. Yeah, and agreeing with Dylan, it feels like they didn't like they set him up to learn something or to have a, a teachable moment mm-hmm. uh, with Christine specifically, and that just didn't seem to happen. No. Um, and I think that is probably more down to um, script and Sam Raimi's direction. Um, which is the movie i guess but because i I don't think sam raimi does characters very well just in general um look i'm okay i i i haven't seen uh, okay i never saw oz the great and powerful um i I did unfortunately i saw drag me to hell in theaters in 2009 and the everything else of his i've seen like all the spider-man movies i haven't seen in 10 years um, I only think I only think he has two good movies, and that's Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Um, now not counting Spider Man because I haven't seen him in long enough to 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 speak about him because I, I saw him when I was a teenager and maybe a little bit later, but they're not good, dog. They're not 
they're probably not. <laughs> I think they're, they're good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a long time. I, I don't know enough to say. Um, but I don't know. Like I he definitely either way, I don't think anybody would argue that Sam Raimi is does great with character relations and interactions. I don't know. Yeah, but he was there. He was there to bring the aesthetics and the vibes and the which he did. Which he did. Yeah, he definitely delivered on that. Do you guys like the same Raimi aesthetic, like energy that he brought to this? Or I like some of it. Like I'll tell you, (laughs) I liked some parts. I know Matt uh, at my from my store really liked the Sam Raimi style camera movements, um, which you get a lot of in this movie. A lot of like weird camera moving that is uncommon in things or the part when specifically when Rachel McAdams is like holding the camera as the thing is attacking her oh, or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that's okay. That's, it was fine. It was I okay. I didn't hate that. That didn't bother me. Um, the close up faces is what bothered me, man. He loves that though. That's like his thing. It's like, well, it's even so the part specifically the, when they were in the sewer tunnel and right before Wanda disappears, and then, like, they're like this long zoom in sequence. I was like, uh, this is way too long, right? Both times I watched it, I was like, this is way too long. Yeah, I didn't, I don't think I love the aesthetic, but I think that just boils down to that I don't, I'm not a big Sam Raimi fan. I like some to, of it, some of it worked, some of it, yeah, some of it did work for sure. Um, I think it worked the best. So, so this is, I have two minds about this. So, moving on to um, bridging this talk into the main villain, the, the monster of the movie. Uh, Wanda so I think Wanda works well as a monster and she was portrayed well as a monster in the movie and she is an effective villain however I hate it like it is not serving that character in any way like if I don't oh, know anything sure. about anything else and I have no investment in the character I think she works fine at, for for the aesthetic and the vibes of the movie like because the movie is not very serious so and she is not a serious villain in this. Uh, she's a, a caricature. She's very one-dimensional, you know, repeating, I'm not a monster, I'm a mom, which is like a laughable line of dialogue, you know. Um, but, but you know, she is effective and she can be almost scary, especially when she's like storming the places and like being mm-hmm. super aggressive and taking no crap from anybody. All the death and, she caused. Yeah, yeah, killing everybody super violent, no compassion, you know, that's effective for a different character, sure. you know, for, for, for somebody that we don't have any investment with, like that would work for Malkith and Thor, the dark world, you know, who've never seen before or since, but how are you going to one dimensionify to make a adverb out of nothing? Um, this existing character from multiple movies and having her own TV show, like that is the, probably the weakest part of the movie is that or the biggest the biggest tragedy of the movie is that how much they dumped on the character of wanda like and not even as the big scarlet witch apologist that dylan is not even that you know he did nothing wrong i mean she was not a monster i mean she's yeah she's a mom um she didn't say that she said adjacent things (laughs) she said that twice no she didn't she did um but anyway like i'm not even like the mega scarlet witch stand that dylan is but they definitely did wanda super dirty in this movie um and i think in the grand scheme it might be okay because we're gonna see more of her you know 
So yeah. I don't think like the like any Marvel characters uh, one appearance, especially a supporting role in a movie, um, should be seen as more than like a scene in like a TV show. You know, because the MCU is basically a show, and there's just new episodes that we get a couple times a year. You know what I mean? True. So I wouldn't. I think like once we like zoom out and see like the whole Wanda. I'm hoping anyway. Uh, okay. Arc. It'll be like, oh, this was her dark moment in this one. So I and guess that things will. I don't, if the story's not over, if this isn't the finale of Scarlet Witch, then it makes sense to be. I don't so, think it is. I was about to make a point, and then I talked myself out of it as you were talking. Uh, th- that it was going to be that. How could she possibly come back from this? Because look at the horrific things that she did. It's not um, in her MCU. So right, but it's I mean, not in her universe. Either way, but also Loki, right? Like, yeah, Loki's awesome. one of the most popular characters who's done pretty terrible things. So, and it, it can work. It can happen. Um, and Loki I, wasn't even corrupted, really, like Wanda is. That's true. Yeah, she was like, you know, tainted by the Darkhold. I don't, I wish they had defined more how the Darkhold affected her because <clears throat> she's not a murderer in WandaVision, you know? No. And then she goes very quickly well, from being a murderer to being a mass murderer. So, I don't know if she's a murderer in WandaVision, but she's definitely like, you I know, she's not. Okay. I, yeah, she's she not a murderer. Anyone. She didn't kill anyone or have any desire to at any moment, you know? Right. But um, I mean, she did like enslave people. That was, she didn't know <laughs> what she was doing, first of all. <laughs> uh huh. And second of all, giving a town, a rundown town, a happy makeover is very different than mass murder. I mean, know? she was definitely was on her Dr. Doom wave. In that in that time, she they were they were they were Latveria to her Doctor Doom. You know, they she hit him with the with the the zonk on their head to make him think everything was okay. Uh, but and it was yeah, and it was right. And like I'm I'm hashtag Wanda was right in, in Wandavision. I'm I'm not I'm not against it. But um, either way, she was good and bad in this movie. Like Elizabeth Olsen was excellent. The monster of Wanda herself was was a good and effective villain but the character itself was done a great disservice it was very dark phoenix it was it was but way worse than that because like gene hadn't been great in movies for a minute you know like yeah or ever yeah well fair i mean yeah so (laughs) it stings more but she looked so cool you know she did cool things right I like the part where she, my favorite scene with her was when she possessed the other reality Wanda for the first time. I thought that was a cool um, yes, horror-esque moment, you know? I liked it when she looked in the camera. That was cool. Um, I could see how that would be like it, corny, which the whole movie was. Well, yeah, it's Sam Raimi movie. But she had the best comebacks. No one could, no one could say anything to her. What mouth? Oh um, my god. <laughs> that, that, that was so cringy i don't know like that no it wasn't was it? All, no it worked it worked i all I, her I, lines were cringy but i loved i loved it when dr strange was like your children aren't real you just made them with magic and she's like that's what every mother does that oh was my great. god that was cringy. Th- that's that's like um have you seen serial mom no the john waters film with kathleen turner where she's like a suburban housewife who kills all of her uh kids bullies and teachers that give them bad grades i love it she's a lot like Kathleen Turner in that movie. Like she, Kathleen Turner is so quippy and ridiculously like campy. Like it's a John Waters movie. Like 
the man is camp and and i love serial mom by the way um but that's not what i expected from wanda in this movie um but they were her dialogue was very funny um although i don't know how on purpose that was you know um i think it was campy on purpose but i I don't know yeah i guess it probably was as as it is saying Raimi, that's what he does um what else so the everyone's putting putting this movie over as having lots of horror elements um it does yeah some horror elements for 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 a pg-13 yeah i mean what can you do but um, I can see Wanda being effective as a as a horror villain, but and there's Wanda a couple of Dead by Daylight. Oh my god. She's already <laughs> in Fortnite. More. I like I liked the horror stuff. I didn't I, I didn't like the there were um just to go back to Sam Raimi real quick. I didn't I appreciated the horror elements he added, but I didn't like some of the parts that the things that he added that made it seem really dated, like the fading and the music cues. Oh, the, and like stuff, the transitions. Which, yeah, the transitions and the and the like the guitar. Uh, okay, so that guitar like that just came out of nowhere, right? Like they just started doing that mid movie. Like, what is this guitar riff? Like, why are we doing this? Is it as like it came? It started. They started doing it after that crazy music fight. So yeah. I don't know if that has something to do with it, like tonally, and I just am too stupid to pick up on it. Um, I do like the Raimi stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm guess I'm going to be the detractor again. Yeah. And I actually liked the movie. I had no problems with it. Um, no problems with the grand scheme of things. Um, but I mean, if you're going to do a Marvel horror movie and still make it family friendly enough as best as it could be with brains imploding, right. um, <laughs> why not get outdated horror tropes? I mean, modern horror is, you can make modern horror fit in a Marvel movie, but I think you lose some of the general audience. And this way, the movie's still fun. You still laugh at the jump scares. You still laugh at the kind of kookiness of it all. Like, I mean, I, I enjoyed my my Evil Dead references and Darkman references that were in this movie. Um, and once again, as another detractor, I do like most Sam Raimi movies too. I, I, I forgot Darkman. I do like Darkman. Yeah. Minus minus Oz and Great and Powerful, which I forgot he directed because I think I actually suffered. I suffered with Dylan on that one. Um, <laughs> uh, well, it was James Franco. Everyone suffered then, um, but and on the on the flip side of things, I don't. I understand for the Wanda fans why this movie is upsetting for the character, but in the larger scheme of things, like Dylan said. The MCU is a giant TV show. I can take, you know, Victoria's parents to go see this movie because they've never watched WandaVision and they're not going to need to watch WandaVision to understand this movie. Neither did Sam Raimi. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, he watched key moments. Yeah, that's true. Which is pretty much just the last episode. Um, because, yeah, there, there's bigger things of like, you know, she's not looking for vision. She's not doing this. She's not doing that. I'm like, well, the whole thing that they left off of WandaVision is she's reading the dark hole hearing her children laughing somewhere yeah. in the multiverse. They and took so that and ran with it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the plot. That, that's where her, her stuff starts for this movie. And so I don't have a problem with that because it's a continuing thread, but does it finish her story? Obviously not. And we're not going to see the, this isn't the last we're seeing of her either. So I'm not upset 
with the fact that every plot thread that they have for Wanda isn't closed off in this movie. Um, I also did enjoy uh, America Chavez and Doctor Strange's interactions with each other. I thought that was yes, I agree. A mm-hmm. Departure from the way mm-hmm. he acts with uh, Tom Holland in Spider Man. He sure, understands yeah. that this kid is scared and doesn't know what to do, and I think he kind of really tries to fight his own baser instincts of like, I'm always going to be correct no matter what. To going, I'm going to help, you know, take this child and help her and make sure that she doesn't feel betrayed by someone again, because that's all he's seen is people being betrayed by one thing or another, whether you started off at the beginning of this movie where he feels a little bit let down that Christine's getting married to his ex coworker talking about, you know, was it the only choice you had to do um, to Wong, even second guessing his um, decisions with Spider-Man um, that they have briefly in that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think in the grand scheme, his character grows a little bit more to understand and humble that he is not the only person that can do all of this. He is a teacher, a leader, someone that people look towards to come to for help. And he understands that he can't do that by himself. Yeah. Okay. Hearing you talk, I do. It made me realize a little bit more like saying I wanted him to have an arc. I feel like he did. I don't know why it didn't hit me during the movie, but at the end when he, I'm not sure if it was out of necessity or if he chose to, but he kind of like trusted America to, Oh yeah, take he did. Care of it and do take, the right take thing. care of the fight. Yeah, I think he did relinquish some control to America and was like, "You got this. Um, you handle it." So I guess that could be seen as a bookend to that. Um, he also like, made the moment. point to say all the Doctor Strangers are the same, and they always yeah me- mess up to some degree. But so I'm curious how that's going to play out because he did. I mean, he used the dark hold, and now he's okay with his third eye. Is what it seemed like. Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. But I yeah. did, okay, so I did like that, but I wish they had made it not that he had just been obliterated by Wanda and, like, physically had to, you know, tell He's America to handle it. I oh, wish sure. he had, like, maybe chosen that instead. Sure, but, sure, I mean, sure. to, to be fair, he was walking around in a decrepit corpse anyways that was already falling apart. So True, some, yeah. Some, some minor things with that, but you also get to the, the same aspect of you see him comparatively from doctor strange one infinity war end game no way home where we've seen him throughout this one you see him open up more about how he feels about things how he feels about christine which was nice to see because i didn't believe their relationship their relationship sucked in doctor strange one well he was terrible yeah yeah um and it's kind of one of those things where you know ron was saying that he would like to have seen a continuation of that story from doctor strange one i'm like well but they don't they had as much chemistry as like i was saying jane and and Thor in it where it's very much like oh you're the hero so I have to like you in this aspect where the personality still didn't fit for that but you see him open up about his sister which was a nice touch too to add into there um, when he's going up against the what if Doctor Strange Um, and that was kind of the other thing that you know out of that's where I stopped no I stopped at Killmonger I never finished what if so um it's nice to see that even even with the expansive Disney Plus lineup to go and I don't have to know everything about what if to sit there and watch it. I, you know, even key points of like, oh, yeah, he created an incursion. They mention it and they very much lay it out for you and handhold it the entire way of. Yeah. 
Wanda's looking for her kids that she created with magic and captured an entire town. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't need to watch WandaVision now. Um, so if you're not it, continuing the emotional arc, yeah, you don't need to watch WandaVision. I would agree with that. So, and it, it's those things that for me, coming from a general audience perspective that I liked. Hmm. It's just some of the, a little bit, of, like if you start to nitpick it, it's kind of like No Way Home. And you can like reveal issues, you know? No, which no, sir. Yeah, I don't think any. <laughs> I was about to say I don't think any multiverse movie can do that, but I do feel like everything, everywhere, all at once didn't have too many plot it holes. It I mean, yeah, but, but it wasn't. It wasn't a continuation of twenty-seven other movies. That's, yeah. Okay, but no, just like the nature of time travel, multiverse, that kind of things. I feel like it's very hard to write. You know? Oh um, yeah, I agree for sure. And in this. I'm not sure if they didn't want to pay Paul Bettany or what, um, but like part of her grief is not just the twins. It's twins. It's, it's Vision. vision it's Quicksilver. Sure. It's it, you know her brother. It's it's a lot more than that. So like I, I don't agree. understand why she's trying to inhabit a world where Vision's dead or like they're divorced or something. I don't know. But and like why can't she find a universe where maybe that Wanda died and the twins don't have a mother? Yeah. Or um, I don't know the multi there was a moment that I felt like it just felt um like a rewrite or like a reshoot scene and it was where because like throughout the movie I was like why did you have to kill America like I don't really get it you know and then it was just like a quick combo they're like was it Wong in her and he was like why do you have to kill America and she's like yeah, well, well what if the twins get sick and yeah. I was like okay <laughs> you lost me like yeah, that, it doesn't make sense for Wanda to just she could just capture America and force her to let her to that universe and then that's it, you know? Like I mean you can blame it on the dark hold, but it's not it doesn't help the story for sure. But yeah, the, the dark hold I could see making you crazy, but it wouldn't make you be like, okay, let me think of all scenarios if they get if they get sick some kind of illness that I won't be able well, to. Well she's share. just she justifying her killing, right? That's all it was. I mean, like I said, it doesn't make it better. It's just but she can remove a mouth, but she can't like cure an ailment, you know. Like that's what I mean about the nitpicky. No, I don't sure. think it's necessarily fair to start doing that because I'm sure the reason is they didn't want to. Maybe they spent a lot, and they were like, "We don't need to bring Paul Bettany into," you know. Like I'm sure there's like actual budget for Armor Wars or whatever, something like that. Yeah, I'm sure there's a non-story reason why Vision wasn't in this, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. I think I'm hoping I just look back on this in a decade and was like, oh, that was that one where she was cool and creepy, you know? Sure, yeah. I mean, th- we'll we'll have to see. Um, so, do but, y'all think this is a? We gotta talk up? about the. Oh yeah, we got the, yeah. That's yeah. We have to talk about the cameos real quick too. Of course, we do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, say so before I, we get to any of this uh, scoring it or whatever, we gotta talk about the stuff that everybody's talking about. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. Wild. The Illuminati. Michael. Black Agar Boltagon. So I was probably as excited as you to see Black Bolt because I didn't think I had no chance of them putting him in this movie. Now hold on. They messed. They messed up. They messed. Now hold up. on. They sure did. All right, go ahead. I'm so you had another ahead. opportunity to go see Black Bolt on wow. the big screen, and I don't think you did. Did you? Because I, I don't want to hear it. I was so No one, Dylan. No one did. Here's the thing. I was there. Here's the thing. I remember. I'm, I I'm not excited as Michael, right? Because Michael's the Black Bolt. I love, uh, I love Black her. Bolt, That's dude. fine. But like from them going 
like them making that bad season of Inhumans. And it was like, cool, we're not doing nothing else. We good on it. We Gucci. I had no clue at all that they were going to be like, you know, who should we, we should put on Illuminati? Black Bolt. And not, not only Black chance. Bolt, but the same guy that played him on TV. Oh, it's the same dude? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Same oh, actor. That's wild. That's even more wild to me. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Um, but yeah, no, I was it super hyped to see Black. <laughs> okay. So yes, I was happy to see Black Bolt. It was it, it was cool. It was really cool. It was cool. And, yeah. and, and, and they got the reaction they wanted. I popped. I was like, oh, look at it. That was my, favorite. Was, that was... That was my favorite kill of the movie. Well, yeah, that too. But I was also super excited to see him on. So and then, you know. I do. Okay. Look, I do have problems with the way he went out, though. Like, why? I mean, okay, I, I kind of okay. do too. Okay, and so yeah, okay, so it really makes sense. So Black Bolt is not new to having these powers, right? So if you don't know, Black Bolt's powers are his voice kills people, right? Through Sonic whatevers. Um, so he's about to, he's about to, to, to say something to, to kill her and reads like, uh, but what watch out, any word from his mouth and blah, blah, blah. She's like, what mouth? And scroll down and or pan down and he doesn't have a mouth. And then he utters a sound and blows his head up essentially. Yeah. Uh-huh. But would, why would he make a noise? He's on the, a, he's on the Illuminati. So he's one of the smartest people in the universe. So he would have to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't necessarily call the Illuminati the smartest. Well, well, okay. did tell her exactly how to take him out. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. are they, are they that smart? My, and it, it, that's even, true. even they, the they, comic they, counterpart, they're like they're single handedly responsible for Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. Okay, and fair, fair enough. Like, oh, they'll be back. <laughs> fair enough. So I don't, but I don't. Yeah, go ahead. They went out. They went out like chumps. All, all of them, except, except like at least Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel and Captain went Carter, went like sure, yeah. had had some fight. But like Reed got shredded like Play Doh. Well, uh, he never knows how to fight, anyways. Well, so I understand, true. but like. He's it was a weird it was a weird thing so like the the pop is awesome you get the the reveal it's like oh man super cool and then they don't do anything darker's this he was cool i was yeah he he was was, was, awesome he he looked great for the the not ff john watts movie or is this is is he one and done they have to they would i don't think they would introduce him he's gonna be a lot of people are speculating him to uh uh direct it now yeah, because they lost the director, and he is a director. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think Feige would put him in this movie and not have him in the next one. I think it was just inviting like fan backlash, you know? Right. I don't yeah. think he's great casting personally. Really? I think Reed is supposed to be unlikable and kind of a jerk, and John Krasinski's very like you watch Midwest. The seasons of The Office. <laughs> yeah, he's likable in The Office. <laughs> I mean, he could definitely play an unlikable character. Though. I'm kind he's of like a him. lovable Midwest dude. Like, it, yeah, he's sure like, acting will make him different, but it's just it's not my first casting that I'm like, oh, that guy needs to be rewritten. You know, interesting, interesting. I, I don't have a better casting, but uh, I I kind of agree with Dylan. Like, he is very likable. It's like you know, well, they want him because he's a package deal, and it's like cool stunt casting to have a real life husband and wife playing. Reed and Sue, you know that's true. true. I'm on board. They need to get Emily Blunt now. If they don't, then that's gonna be weird, awkward. They have you to, you know. They have to. I mean, but I didn't. I didn't care about Black Bolt that much. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought was, he had the. I had the coolest kill for sure. He, he did, and you know what? That that uh, Matt keeps talking about that kill at work. He's like, man, it just really bothered me. Like, why he doesn't like horror movies and like. 
and he like the, he's like the the visual of his head imploding like stuck with him. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no, it was super dope. It looked sure. it looked pretty good. Um, he went out like a chump. So you know it is what it is. But um, anyway, I thought but Captain I, Carter. Captain, Captain Carter, Carter was awesome. Professor X, super cool. I wanted to see her get sliced in half. I, I like I liked the uh, the use of the ninety seven theme song. The theme yes. song, yeah. When he when he, when he when he it was dope. I, mean, I did play that in the theater before the movie. I was trying to remind everyone, you know, prime them. And I played the Wandavision theme too. I liked that I played that for a second. That was cool. Clearly, whoever did the music watched Wandavision. I mean, Sam Danny really Elfman so. did not watch Wandavision. <laughs> I am calling that now. Well, someone told him about the soundtrack. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, hey, put this in here somewhere. All right. Who else? Maria. I was right. I want to. I want to. Maria was cool. Yeah. Everyone and their mother was like, "It's Superior Iron Man" from that trailer. <laughs> like, yep. Shout out to the live sale crew. Uh, it's not Superior Iron Man. That's Maria Rambo. I called it the whole time. Dylan said her. it. Dylan said it on the podcast weeks ago. Yes, it was Maria, and it looked like Maria. And that's it was the only... never Superior Iron Man. I want her to get a What If episode because I think That'd that would cool. make the payoff better, kind of like for Captain Carter. Like, what if uh, Maria was the pilot if... that day and had been exposed instead of uh, Carol? You know, and there's going to yeah. be more What If, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Illuminati overall, it was clearly a uh, disposable team thing, and uh, I think it would have been more impactful if it was like this like grand uh like council that existed outside of the multiverse and like it was like different versions of the character like that came together there it's like now is there like a, an illuminati in every multiverse or something i don't so, know, yeah, so you know what that, I mean? that's basically what it's saying you 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 want more like ian gufford's mr fantastic the charles xavier like toby mcguire spider-man like all the different from the different movies to kind of well, be like in? If in continuity they were more consequential to the multiverse, like maybe the TVA answers to them or something, like they they patrol the multiverse or something like that. That's not just like a random group of people in this one reality that looks really weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Like that wasn't Professor X from the cartoon, and that wasn't Black Bolt from the show. That was just them in that universe, and right. Who knows if the X Men exist or you know? It's like. I wish they had tied in anything from any of this multiverse saga into this movie because literally nothing from Spider-Man or Loki was mentioned. They didn't say variant. There's no Kang. That was really surprising. Nothing at all was mentioned uh, to tie it together. You had had a a brief mention in the beginning with Spider-Man and that was whatever. It was such a throwaway line. Well, they mentioned Uh, Spider-Man, the character. Yeah, but I mean... But you also... Part of what I liked about the... Well... What I liked about the Infinity Saga was that there were seeds that were planted in each one, and I feel like they led into the next. I feel like you don't need to watch... Like, if you watch Loki after this, it would inform nothing of, of this show, you know? Or I agree. Well, or Spider-Man. Think, you, they're both missable for this one. I think, I think that's my overall problem generally going forward with most of the Marvel stuff right now, and I think Dylan, you and I have talked about it at the store, where it's just like, what's the end plan because everyone's like oh it's secret wars i'm like well how does any of this realistic what's your setup for secret wars outside of the fact that you've cracked the multiverse i mean I they said incurs- incursion was the the thing they brought up i mean it's pretty much secret wars but you i mean 
WandaVision obviously sets this up. You don't really have Loki sets up something. Season the, two. The Kang, the Kang stuff. Kang yeah. stuff. Yeah, which is an Ant-Man, which, okay. Spider-Man could have easily been a setup for this as well, but really didn't have much of a tie-in. Moon Knight, God knows, that felt like Swamp Thing to me, where they're like, oh, here's a post credit singer that we're not going to maybe not get a season two of. Um, we'll talk about so, Moon Knight next week also. We didn't but, forget, Michael. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, yeah. you know, you have like Shang-Chi and the Eternals, and you're just like, where does any of this go like are you just making these movies now just to make them because we're you're required to have your three blockbuster movies and a tv show every year like star wars is or is there the grand scheme thing now do we have the the end game essentially it feels a little bit like they're making it up as they go yeah and it's a smidge and that's you know they did the the what was that movie television conference they did in Brazil recently? I don't remember what it was. Um, but they they were like, oh yeah, no, we're going to a retreat to start planning out the next 10 years of Marvel movies. And I'm like, you didn't you didn't have a post-Endgame plan yet for this? <laughs> like, you, you, you I mean, I'm sure, you know, they got something written on a post-it somewhere. Yeah, know? I mean, but that's, and that's honestly where it feels like that they've taken most I, I also think that uh, COVID probably just like Oh, messed I, everything up but i i can see it messing things up in terms of schedule releases and all that kind of stuff but i don't it's disney it's you're not you didn't lose money on disney um, Yeah. you know a production delay is not going to bankrupt you on this like it would with warner brothers um they but, need to plan it out better benedict cumberbatch said that the third act wasn't written when they started shooting the movie like they were writing it as they go as they shot wow um like and that could be chalked up to some of the potential like writer strike things that were going on kind of late last year maybe kind of thing yeah. too. but it's still what's the bigger picture because like to have blade show up at the end of eternals you're like what that doesn't what shang chi and wong at the at the end of, of that and you're just like but that doesn't it like you could have had that led to eternals it's 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 True. harder harder to see the bigger picture and just not just be excited because it says marvel disney in front of it i still trust them to some extent though because I, nothing's I really too. happened that has never paid off well, that's, like, in the MCU. Also i mean it's 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 not like the the first avengers initiative really had a plan to start off with but you you think now with this multi-billion dollar movie conglomerate thing they've got you know there there'd be a little bit more foresight and not the last sequel trilogy of star wars where they're like we're just gonna do whatever yeah that's true but um before we get to any of the uh the scoring we're gonna go over our scorecards and our final final thoughts and scores uh we're gonna really quick uh hear about all of the upcoming tabletop events we have for the month of may Now it's time for me to give you a rundown on all of the awesome upcoming gaming events for the month of May. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm to around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. Feel free to come by an hour early to learn how to play. You can join in this month on May 13th and May 27th. For RPG Day this month, we are playing Delta Green. 
players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited. Sign-ups are only open three weeks before the event. To sign up, either call the Clear Lake location or send Michael a private message. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month, we all get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels. Saturday, May 21st, our Clear Lake location will be hosting a freestyle painting event where you can paint any mini in the store. We can't wait to see what you create. We'll see you at the game table. And we are back. We are going to go over the scorecards that we talked about last week. Uh, I know we told you on the show that we reached out to Ron and Hyde for uh, some insight on filling out these scorecards, but uh, glad we have them uh, here to go over it uh, on the show. So we, if you don't remember, or if you didn't listen last week's episode, we had a scorecard that Dylan came up with of, you know, did certain characters appear, did certain characters die, uh, so on and so forth. Um, I can go over actually um, what the scorecard was before we go through it. Uh, So um, the cameos that we had. So you get a point if you guessed correctly that they did or did not appear. The characters are Agatha, Billy and Tommy, counting as one character, Black Bolt, Blade, Captain Carter, Clea, Daredevil, any, Deadpool, (laughs) Ghost Rider, any, Iron Man variant, Kang, Loki slash Sylvie, Maria Rambo, Mephisto, Rip, Monica Rambo, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, Nightmare, Professor Xavier, Punisher, Silver Surfer, Spider-Man, Ultron, and Vision. And then we had four wild card uh, where we could guess a character. Um, so I got a bunch of that wrong. Uh, I voted we would see Agatha. I'm not. Oh, we don't need to go every, over everyone's thing here, but you all listened last week. Um, I got a bunch of it wrong. I, I, I am. Did you get any Illuminati correct? Anybody? Uh, no, dude. Because so you got Professor reason, X, right? I did because we heard his okay. voice in the trailer. But I also somehow missed in that trailer where they said, "Come see the Illuminati." Otherwise, I would have voted for Black Bolt <laughs> and Namor and Mister Fantastic. Um, because also, why did I guess we have Mordo instead of Namor because of reasons? Um, oh, quick thing. Talk about a wasted actor slash character in this movie. Is Chitwell Ojafor? In this Very entire true. franchise so far, that's true. Well, he was good in the first one. Well, he's, yeah, he's fine. He's he's, but he wasn't like uh, utilized really well. He's a really good actor. Apparently, no. I don't know if the leaks are true. Apparently, there was a scene where Wanda beheaded regular Mordo. Oh, like, uh-huh. um, in the beginning of the movie, and then they cut that out. That's because the word. We, we we need him to have a normal villain. Oh. So, did anybody have any big swings and misses? Like, I voted for uh, I my big voted for okay, the people that I said would appear, um, none of them did except for one, which was Professor. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wanted I wanted Blade to show up for some reason. Man, I've been lit. I voted no, for Deadpool because that made how, sense. How am I stupid and not marked Professor X on this stupid list? Hide, <laughs> hide. He's in the trailer. So it's weird because I I wanted this movie to be. Well, let me rephrase yeah. that. I, I thought this movie would be more multiverse. I did too. That's you know? where I lost lots of. I points. feel like they they set it up that way. Multiverse of madness. Well, and they yeah. they, but, they mentioned it like that. They were like, "This is the culmination of 
40 years of Marvel movies. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And plus, we just saw we just saw Daredevil show up in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. All this stuff is happening, man. Like we're getting all these people showing up like, oh, this is it. They reshot a bunch um, of stuff. And then we got the Illuminati. I think a little bit. I think like, you know, six cameos is still pretty big. And that's true. I agree. The debut of Reed Richards and the first time a Fox character has ever crossed over with MCU and an acknowledgement of the TV universe in the MCU, you know, Um, that's a variant universe. But yeah, but uh, (laughs) I think a little bit of that is chalk up to the Internet um, blowing things out of proportion. You know, they did deliver, of course, what they promised, I think. So did anybody else have any big swings and misses? Well, I uh, was really a fool thinking they were going to tie in Loki and the other multiverse stuff. So I had like yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. Kang, Loki, Sylvie. Yeah, I had stuff all like the that. same. Yeah, I had I all went, the same. I went with Nightmare and Mephisto were my two biggest because I really I really wasn't expecting the Wanda to be just the complete full villain. Same. Right. She said in the trailer every, you know, every night, the same dream, every morning, the same nightmare. And I was like, ah, uh, night. I don't know why I fall for this every time. You know, it's like, I mean, that's, that's also kind of one of those things is like, I, I kind of glad that it wasn't nightmare controlling Wanda. Yeah, but it could have been the classic. They give them someone to team up with against Whoa. at the end, but we didn't get that. And Dr. Strange was having the nightmares too. Yeah. They were, it was very nightmare heavy. The trailer. We didn't get also, that though. Also Spider-Man. I had Spider-Man. Any was kind of my, my other one that I missed. I what, about, what, about every, what about everybody's wild cards? How'd you do on that? None, uh, none, none of mine. I got I, uh, Hawkeye, Magneto, Doctor Strange, the What If Doctor Strange variant, and uh, Human Torch. Yeah, I whiffed on all of them. Yeah, I had, I whiffed I had on Moon too. Moon Knight, Wolverine, Watcher, and Human Torch. I had, I, go ahead. I, no, go go go. I had uh, Thor, Magneto, Killmonger variant, and Chang Chi. So I had Killmonger. I had the Ultron Killmonger variant because I, yeah. I really thought he would have shown up in as part of the Illuminati with the Ultron bots running around. Do I get points for that though too? Because technically, no. Ultron is in the movie. He's not in the movie. He's not in the movie. They're Ultron but guess, bots. But I got points because I didn't check it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't know. But I, I thought I was going to own all y'all with the what if Doctor Strange. I was like, oh, easy. Why didn't I think of that? Of course, he's going to be in this movie. Nope. He, he wasn't. Um, yep. What about the deaths? Um, I did okay on this. This was my best category. Same. I, Same. Got, four, I got four points out of it. Yeah, I got one I, wrong. I got one wrong. I got I two wrong. Wong was gonna die. I thought yeah. Mordo was gonna die. I said Mordo and Christine. I said Scarlet Witch and Christine and Doctor Strange. Wow. Yikes. All right. <laughs> well, you were right about one of those, I guess. Technical. We're counting. We're counting. I mean, that, Scarlet Witch, right? Technical. I Doctor Strange the definitely, definitely died. That's a. I think it was clear we were talking about regular Doctor Strange. No. <laughs> Not, not a not That's what it I want I want points for that still too. It doesn't say <laughs> there's a zombie Doctor Strange in the trailer. What? Yeah, but then he's undead. Does that count? That's like half a point. <sighs> All right. Um. What What about the uh the the Bad. last three sections here? Bad. Bruce Campbell nope. uh is playing who? I definitely want to hear this. What y'all? Have? I definitely didn't have a hot dog vendor written down. I put Doctor have, Strange variant. Doctor Strange variant. Okay. I had Hobgoblin. Okay. Hi. Uh-huh. I had a like a party Doctor Strange, like he was just like the magician at a birthday party. Okay, fair enough. Fair I really enough. like that one. That's a good. That's, that's a, a good really way. out there guess, but it's excellent. Like, so yeah. I I heard that apparently he was supposed to be Craven the Hunter in the old Spider Man movies, so I picked Craven the Hunter. Uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. I was wondering why you picked that. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. When Aaron so Taylor Johnson's right around the corner. Yeah. I, I whiffed on all these, by the way. So um, oh, yeah, same. End, end credits. I said X-Men. Cool. I said Young I Avengers. Put, I put a Kang related tie-in or like Quantumania or Loki something. Nope. Nothing. Oh, I lied. I said X-Men, but what I actually wrote was Clea shows up and makes a portal <laughs> and there's oh. a guitar riff. She, well, she's in the X-Men. So no, yeah. you mean you mean Rita Repulsa. Yes, Rita. exactly. Damn, Rita Repulsa. We didn't talk about Clea at all. Oh yeah, we didn't. Um uh, did you know did you did, was that cool for you it was cool i love to... charlie stern i'm very excited that she's in the mcu and that's all that i was excited about okay same there's like that's like i don't care about the character of clea at all i don't know much about her she looked bad i think she looked fine she the looked generic i saw her i don't i wouldn't say, i wouldn't say bad dylan i would say forgettable horrible yeah, wig for... and horrible costume i thought her wig was wig fine. Bad. you want her to have dreads or a bowl cut. I wanted the bowl cut from Fast and Furious. No, oh, I, mean, yes. I, want, I, want, I want the new the new Clea haircut, the side swoop haircut thing. And my, her hairstylist my, hates her. My wild card prediction was Miles Morales. Got to carry. I had to carry the gimmick. That didn't happen. My 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 end credit prediction was Doctor Strange was trapped in a pocket dimension with Dormammu. <laughs> okay. For break for breaking the very specific. Hyde went very specific with all his predictions. All right. What what, what do we have for my- points on this thing? Who was yours, Dylan? How many points did I get? Oh no no no! Who's your wild card? I forgot. Oh, my wild card was the first mention of mutants in the MCU. Mm. Nope. Me and Dylan had the same thing. It was pretty much the introduction of X Men. Yeah. So oh, well, points. What do we got here, Dylan? How many points did you get on this thing? Twenty-one. Ooh. Oof. Well, you crushed me. I got twelve. Ooh. I got seventeen. Proud of and Hyde. I doesn't know what he got, but I graded it. Hyde got twenty. Wow. Yeah, Ooh, right. I, I I had lots of whiffs on that first section, a lot. I voted right, if for you a had bunch just of watched the trailer, you would have tied the first place. <laughs> You'd seen <laughs> Professor X in the trailer. Hold on, hold on. To be fair, we're not changing the Ultron answer. The Ultron answer <laughs> should count. That's they, not Ultron. They didn't they say call Ultron. Him Ultron. I don't. No, do they, they don't. I don't think they do. Go pull up the bootleg. I will. You can't gaslight your way to a win. <laughs> I'm gonna get. No, I'm just gaslighting it to a tie. That's all I want. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get to our our scores here. Um, so to remind everybody, we score on the letterboxed rating system. That is a point four. I guess you can't give a zero. So zero point five to five, uh, with half points in between. Um, who wants to go first? I'm gonna give it to Ron. Ron, you get to go first. Yeah, I'm gonna go first. Uh, so I enjoyed this movie uh, quite a bit, actually. Um, uh, plot aside, story aside, I did enjoy this movie for all its uh, magical antics and uh, and all the you know the cool things that we saw in this movie, especially that piano fight, that music fight. It was lit. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Three point five. Solid movie. Uh, not better than the first one, uh, personally, but you know, all right, still watchable. Let's. So, do we want to end, Dylan? I'll ask you. Do we want to end high or low? Is the, is the question. Who goes Let's next? Let's go back and forth. I'll go next. Okay, cool. What, Dylan, what are you giving this thing? So, I've rated this movie three times on Letterbox. Wow. I gave it. <laughs> did um, you really? So you did it for each viewing. You didn't just go back and edit. Yeah, I don't know. I just kept. I, I, I did go back and it. edit it. Um, I gave it a two. After two stars, after seeing it the first time, Oof. and then I bumped it up to a three after seeing it the second time. I was like, you know what, it's not so bad. But I think I'm settling at two point five stars, which is right in the middle. 
It's mid. All right. Mid. You know, it's it's not. This is the worst movie. How dare you? Uh, this is garbage. I hate myself for seeing it. It was just right in the middle for me. Right. Two I, and a half stars. I think it is not hashtag more than mid. It is definitely hashtag mid to me. Well, what'd you um, give it? Let's end with high so we can end on a high note. Okay, cool. I gave it a two. Um <laughs> looking Oof, back at the Michael. things I've I, looking back at the things I've given. Hey, you gave it a two first. I don't want to hear it. Um I <laughs> changed just like Wanda did at the end. Okay. Wow. Hey. Um looking back at other movies that have given a two, two. Um it's not great. I gave the new Texas Chainsaw a two. This that was awful, Michael. <laughs> was it? I don't I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna change that to a one. I I, I yeah, right. <laughs> Um, boy, the conjuring the devil made me do it. I gave that a two, Michael. I, I feel like honestly, putting into perspective how much you didn't like this movie. Fast six, fast six. I gave it two. No, well, that's a better movie than this. I will say that. <laughs> I also gave <laughs> two fast, two furious a two. That's also better. Than that this. should be higher. I gave Scoob a two. Scoob oh, is better than this. I liked Scoob. I think Scoob is better than this. Uh, all right, so yeah, I gave it a two. Um, I will watch it again. Probably not in theaters, but I will definitely watch it again, and I'll probably like it better the next time. When the but, Vinegar Syndrome one comes out, right? Yeah, please. They don't. They don't do. They have to. They they only do movies that they can buy very cheaply. But yes, when Vinegar I, Syndrome does it, I will watch it again. Hi, what what are you giving this thing? Um, I liked it better than the first one. This is what I wanted for Do- a Doctor Strange movie: the horror elements, the more playful magic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> perfect five come uh, no, on i can't i can't i can't do that uh that's not part of your new formatting now um i'm what? actually gonna i'm gonna also go in the same vein as ron and give it a three and a half um but a more i guess overall positive three and a half <laughs> a happier three and a half a you can do a five a no one said you can't do a five with the no you had 10 you had 10 up earlier yeah you had, that's why i said i couldn't do it because you had 10 oh up. that was two fives my bad <laughs> you weren't supposed to add them <laughs> Wow. Well, there we go. Any any final thoughts about this movie before we go? Do you think this is a misstep? See it in a theater with a group because yes. I think the audience interaction uh, uh, and reactions are. And go oh, see yeah. it, it, it in Dolby. It's it's very much one of those things of like you know going back and watching No Way Home. It's like oh, this is kind of just an awkward like moment when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come in because they just stand there for silence for like ten seconds. I'm like, okay, cool. Just. Go in prepared for some hokey pokey, uh, you know, dated. Sam Raimi. I will say stuff. Dylan helped my enjoyment of this movie by pre-gaming me the night before when he got out of his uh, press screening by letting me know that it was going to be kind of hokey. It's like, oh, well, and he, okay, he did good. the same thing for me too. And he was like, it's very much a Sam Raimi movie. So I'm like, oh, great. I'm more excited for this because I was not excited for this movie whatsoever at all. I was prepared to give it a two even before going into it. Wow. I'm here to help. <laughs> we but appreciate that dylan i didn't yeah i didn't like the hokiness can i say one more thing that i meant to say earlier yes so scott derrickson he was the original director oh he's yeah doing that yes that, that black film movie he did sinister i would love to know i would want to see the multiverse where he got to direct this and it was like a serious horror movie i would love that well and and that's I, what very... he was like hired for for the first one and they like cut out all of his horror stuff apparently and said he couldn't do it because it was too much for well at least now we're getting black phone, which I think black phone looks really good. So I honestly thought that had come out already. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like it's, it, we were talking did, about it for a long time. Didn't we talk about it after like the DC showcase or whatever? Yeah. 
that movie's been coming out for a, a hot minute. But anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. Later, y'all. is Ron. And this is Hyde. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.